let's go then let's go um start <laughs> Hello, world, and welcome to Jet Fuel Devs. Uh, I'm Dan, and with my co-host, uh, Decode Veronica, we are two airline industry professionals with a passion for learning, software development, and emerging technologies. Uh, Veronica and I, we decided to do this podcast just a couple of weeks ago, I think, is actually when we when we the idea was born, even though, I, Veronica, I feel like I've known you for about three years uh, through Twitter. Is that right? Yes, exactly. Three years now. We did a, we've done two... Twitter spaces, two live streams, and uh, from that it just seemed like the natural progression to uh, to start with a podcast. And so uh, as two people that work in the airlines uh, across the globe, actually, you're nine hours ahead of me in Dubai. I am currently uh, in Chicago. I just flew in from Seattle. Uh, I am a pilot for a West Coast-based airline in the United States. I'm based out of Seattle, Washington. And uh, I flew into Chicago today, and then tomorrow I leave in the morning, and uh, I end up in Ontario, California. But Veronica, where have you been in the world? Oh, hello, everyone. First of all, uh, nice to meet you all. Um, yeah, just a quick introduction. My name is uh, Veronica, like Dan already introduced me. Um, I'm a flight attendant for... Uh, yeah, major Middle Eastern uh, airline, and um, yeah, so glad to catch up with you all and to share our uh, experience with you, and uh, yeah, also to share our deaf experience. That's why we decided to uh, call the podcast Jetfield Deaths. So we'll mix both uh, aviation and also Dan is uh, into iOS development. He's already published a couple of um, apps on the App Store, uh, right, Dan? I have, yeah. Um, I think currently I have uh, three apps on the App Store. Great. That's wild. That's amazing. <laughs> of course, not that anybody downloads them, but uh, well, that's okay. Wow, stop. No. I'm working on it. You and, yeah, uh, I'm sure you will succeed soon, very soon. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. A uh, quick introduction. And uh, yeah, uh, you asked me where have I been recently. So um, honestly, if you ask, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fish memory, hashtag fish memory. Uh, no, I'm joking. I still have uh, a bit of memory left, a bit of memory space. <laughs> um, so where I came from? Actually, Tehran, turnaround. So just today, just uh, this mar morning, I came back. It was uh, an overnight flight uh, going and coming back. Um, yeah, I think I didn't mention I'm based in Dubai. So uh, yeah, going and coming back to Dubai. Um, yeah, been living here. Sorry. How long of a flight is that uh, Dubai to Tehran? Oh, just like around two hours or so. Yeah, around two hours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so pretty quick one. Um, but you know, when it's an overnight flight, it's just you still feel tired. Uh, but it's okay. We we are used to that. <laughs> we are used to that lifestyle. Um, and yeah, and then next, I'm going to San Francisco. Very nice. When do you do that? In two days, actually. In two days. Oh, you leave soon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a quick 15-hour flight, you know. 
<laughs> just that that does not sound quick to me. <laughs> just a quick one. <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy, and uh, I think on the way back it's even longer. So it's uh, up to sixteen right. hours, so something like that, fifteen and a half. So um... that's... <laughs> that that's wild. That's a long that's a long flight. Um, and uh, and is that on the A three eighty? Yes, yes, on the A three eighty. Um, and yeah, I'll be staying there for uh, two days. And guess what? I am finally going to attend my nerd stand-up co comedy show. It's called The Cross Show. I don't know if you know these guys, but I've been looking forward to attend one of their shows for such a long time now. And I finally, I'll, I'm finally matching the dates, you know, like I'll be there when they're hosting a show. So I'm like, yes, I'm going. And, um, I, yeah, I have seen, yeah, I've seen you tweet about that. And then I, I think I started following them on Twitter. Um, I, what was the name again? The Crows Show. Heck Rose Show. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I've seen some clips. Uh, that'll be, that's great. Uh, where did, where do they film that? Uh, in, right in the city? Yes. So, um, on the 11th, I think they will be in the Silicon Valley, like in somewhere in San Jose, but on the 12th, they'll be like just, um, in the city in San Francisco, uh, SF Jazz is the venue that they'll, they'll be using. It's just like a theater kind of like with, um, with the scene and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Although I'm hoping they won't pick me up because, you know, they pick random people from the audience <laughs> and they start making fun of them. Imagine if they ask me, oh, what do you do? Because normally it's like all, all about tech, you know? So I'm kind of a bit uh, frustrated if they pick me and they ask me, what do you do? And then I just say, I'm just a freelance software engineer. And then also I'm a flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, uh, they would have fun with you, I'm sure. And they probably don't, they probably don't get a whole lot of uh, developer and flight attendants in their audience. I'm just going to guess. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, uh, yeah, yeah, it will be fun for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm always looking forward to, uh, to that. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, San Francisco, too. <laughs> Now you've got you're in your second year of uh, of university, is that right? For a uh, 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 software engineering degree, a uh, year and a half, year and a half almost uh, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started uh, my degree. Um, and is it a, a computer science degree? Is that right? Yeah, software engineering in software engineering. Um, yeah, like uh, we were talking about it before we chill. Uh, because I I started actually, let me just start from the beginning, uh, 2020 during the pandemic, we had a lot of free time, you know, no flights, nada. So um, I was like, okay, I have to challenge myself, right? So I started teaching myself coding, initially started with iOS development, and that's how we actually know each other from the iOS uh, development community on Twitter, which is amazing community. I would say one of the best uh, tech communities on Twitter, uh, very supporting and uh, people are just willing to help you just like that. Like I, I actually never expected that. And I was very, uh, you know, um, I was very surprised and in a good way, of course. It's a great community. Great community. Yes. 
um, and then I started teaching myself coding, all, obviously no technical background um, at all, um, just a couple of HTML websites when I was like 13 or something like that. So I don't count, I don't count really this as a background or something. So I really wanted to learn coding uh, the proper way and um, some, let's say, serious languages like Swift and um, I started initially with C++ with the CS50 um, Harvard course, you know, nice. basically. I think a lot of people start with this, which is a great course, great course. And um, yeah, uh, so at some point, uh, while I was trying to, to learn my, to teach myself uh, iOS development, uh, I hit a wall and then I was like, okay, I really need a well-structured plan. Um, a study plan, you know, I want to start from A to Z. So, uh, yeah, the only, I don't have a bachelor degree. I mean, I started long time ago, uh, university when I was back home before, uh, starting the, uh, my job as a flight attendant be before moving to Dubai, but it was completely different. It was in, um, public relations. Okay. So yeah, completely different, um, story there and um, I kind of dropped out at some point because uh, my university was back home and well I, I was like no I can't really keep up and yeah so that's why I uh, decided to get uh, another degree in software engineering which actually at this point is I it's my passion now and um, yeah just just amazing when you when you have this feeling of um, achieving, for example, you know, when your code compiles, let's say, and you're like, yeah, it's working. And yeah, I build that. Especially after it's been broken for a week, because <laughs> I've been there multiple times. I'm actually currently in there on one of my projects. It's it's broken. And, and so, yeah, so I know the feeling. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but I'm sure you'll yeah. just fix uh, it so soon. I'll fix it again. Of course, yeah. of course. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's my story and how I started my uh, software engineering. Now I'm uh, digging into uh, Java, mostly Java. I just got a mentor and I'm so happy basically that I got a mentor because my degree is completely fully online degree. Okay. And uh, I, I feel the need of mentor, you know, of having a mentor and um, I found that um, Russian lady and uh, now she's helping me with she's been working for Oracle she's has she has a very um, good experience under her, her belt so um, yeah I'm so excited looking forward to build some stuff together along with her and still done that's pretty much it that's great maybe we could have her on the show one day is the mentorship online do you, is or do you do you meet up in person we meet in person i was especially looking for a mentor for in person uh, mentor because i i would love to sit down together with her laptop uh, next to laptop so i can we can just i think it's better I, I totally agree i mean it's it's nice you know that that you we can do remote work and you can do remote learning but the times that you can sit down with other developers and 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 you know, like you say, laptop to laptop, and and just really hash out some code, and you get so much done. At least I I really do. There's a uh, there's a few people um, in around at, at around home that uh, I meet up with uh, not as often as we should. It's amazing how hard of uh, scheduling it is. But 
uh, when I can get together with uh, with Andrew and Cookie and, and the, the three of us can can sit down uh, at, a, at a restaurant or anywhere a coffee shop and uh, and go over what we're working on and then and then answer questions and I just learn so much in those times and it's it's really fun and and it's uh, it's encouraging but uh, if, if you are out there in the world and and you're just coding on your own which is what I, I do most of the time I'm just in a hotel room like I am now or I'm at home coding by myself I, I can learn only so much from tutorials and, and and the documentation but the way that I write code is probably very different than the way that you write code Veronica and the way that somebody else write codes and uh, codes and, and I, I learn so much when I can sit down with somebody um, and talk even just for an hour it's amazing how much that helps so that's awesome that you found somebody local it was actually very hard because honestly here in Dubai we don't really have a lot of uh let's say boot camps coding academies uh even legit mentors i had a couple of uh issues before with my previous mentors uh which were not uh pleasant so mm. i'm very happy that now i found that lady and uh, yeah uh, happy times that's yeah. good and how are you liking java i know nothing about java Java is actually a very powerful language. Uh, I, it's not an easy one. Uh, if you are like me with no uh, technical background from before, and uh, it's not an easy one, but um, it's powerful. It's good for uh, graphical uh, user interface design. It's uh, it's just great, and also it has a lot of libraries. Uh, like you can choose from plenty of libraries, whatever you need. And um, okay. yeah, it's uh, it's good so far, so good. And you can build basically anything. <laughs> nice. And it's a pretty stable language, is that right? It doesn't change a lot? Um, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. It doesn't really change a lot. Nothing really major. Like It's not like some major changes going on. Yeah, I only ask that because... Basically, all I know is Swift, and uh, and Swift is changing very rapidly over, over the last, you know, what is it, seven years? Swift is crazy. Yeah, it is. So it's it may not. It's a great language. I really like it, but it it may not be the best language to start with. I I, I say that in in I almost shouldn't say that, but it's too late <laughs> it, it, because it changes so fast. But uh, but you know that's part of the reason that I got into this is because I enjoy. The continual learning and the changes that happen uh, in in language and, and of course software and hardware. Exactly. But uh, I, I've dabbled just a little bit in um, Python, which I consider a much more stable language. There isn't as many changes going on. Although I I can't speak much to Python because I've barely uh, written um, a few hundred lines of code in that, and it's been it's been a couple of years. But um, nice. Well, that that sounds like that's that's great that you have a mentor and somebody to sit down with. Do you? How often do you? Uh, the two of you meet i try to do it like two hours per week although i wish it was uh more often obviously but uh yeah you know the schedule and it's uh, just doesn't allow me to to do it to meet more often with her but yeah so far two hours she's giving me uh like some sort of like homeworks to build some small apps let's say and uh, just like some some small stuff so far and um, yeah we're just gonna um escalate to bigger projects in the future that's great awesome how do you manage you know when you fly a 15-hour flight right and then and then you know you've been doing that you've been in that role for for your work day 
and then you get to San Francisco as an example, and uh, you know you get some rest. Uh, you're, in this case, you're going to go to a show, which will be awesome, and so maybe you won't get m- uh, a whole lot of work done on that um, on that trip. But you know, how do you manage your time uh, with all the time zones that you cover in your work? Because I don't cover as many time zones. I'll cover maybe. Uh, f- four or five hours of time zone difference, but how do you manage your time between your work life and then your studies and the, and the coding work that you're doing? Uh, how do you balance your job with, with what you, um, your passion of, of software? That's actually a great question, Dan. Um, honestly, it's difficult to manage. Um, I would say almost forget about balance, about having some sort of balance with uh, the time zones that I'm uh, changing all the time with the whole jet lag, for example, even today, just a simple flight that it was just an overnight flight going, coming back. I ended up sleeping until 6 p.m. Like Dubai time until 6 p.m. Like, for example, I came back, I was already in bed around 8 a.m. And then I just slept until 6 p.m. And I was like, wait, really? you know that is all day that is the whole day so imagine like i didn't have fun like today i didn't do any coding work on my homework on on basically anything because you know at some point you just need to also rest you know you need to rest also your mind you need to rest your body and sometimes you don't even feel like doing anything right you just want to rest right and i think yeah and and i yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that's. I mean, the reason I ask is because I'm looking for an answer too. Right. You know, maybe, maybe there is really no answer, right? You know, it, it, uh, it, it's hard to balance the job, the full time job, which is completely different uh, with, you know, with the, the, the passion and, and, you know, what I call a hobby. Absolutely. But it's, it's really, it's hard for me to call my software work a hobby. More and more, I, I, I do it you know, with, with passion and I, and I want to do it all the time, but I also have to balance it with my full-time job of flying and, uh, and then my home life. And, and, and I want to get a lot of work done when I'm home, but there's always, there's other things to do around the house and, and there's family. I, you know, my, my wife is, we enjoy, uh, you know, spending time together, of course, and, of and we course. go out for runs and, uh, and then, you know, I've got two kids that are still at home. One is almost off to college, but there's a lot of things to balance. And yeah, and I think that, as much as I want to be able to set aside uh, a set number of hours every every day or week for software for for the work that I want to get done on my on my apps, sometimes it's just not possible, and sometimes I'm just too tired. I can't think uh, after at the end of a workday. If you know, if I flew a longer flight, uh, longer flights for me aren't uh, 15 hours; they'd be more like six. <laughs> so. But that's a long flight still uh, from uh, JFK to Seattle would be an example. Right. And uh, I get into Seattle and then, and then I live in the Minneapolis area. So then I catch a commute flight home. And uh, usually I'll catch a quick nap on the airplane uh, when I'm commuting home, I should say, to clarify. And then I'll, I'll get some work done uh, in the back of the airplane as a passenger. I can get some coding done. Uh, even if I'm in the middle seat, I can get my my uh, 13-inch MacBook Pro out and, and get some work done. But, uh, you know, that's only that only equals about an hour and a half of work that day. And that's not very much. Um, and, and therefore, like when I said that sometimes my apps are broken for a week, well, they're broken for a week because I only have a chance to work on them uh, for maybe five hours that week. And, and I'm rebuilding some, some part of the app or something. Um, 
the, the job and the lifestyle really, really does have a big effect. Um, and like you say, you, you still need sleep. Your primary responsibility at work is safety, and you need to be uh, awake and, and alert for that. And, and it, it's, a, it, it's a challenge. So that's, that's why I ask. But it's something that's always in the back of my mind. Yes, it is a challenge. And to be honest, I get this question a lot recently because uh, also, um, apart from that, I'm trying to network with people, for example, attending some tech events, uh, like just the Metaverse uh, and Web3 event that I just attended that I told you about. And uh, not only, and people are, are asking me, how do you manage to do all of this stuff? And Honestly, when I think about it, I uh, think balance is just an illusion. If you only balance is an illusion, if you don't want to uh, be mediocre, let's say, let's say, let's put it that way. Because honestly, a lot of people, from what I see, and uh, when I see people back home and uh, everywhere, basically, a lot of people chill a lot, chill a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, they prefer to rest they or they're just uh, not disciplined enough or just you know oh i'm gonna postponing stuff i'm gonna procrastinating i'm gonna do that tomorrow i'm gonna do that next week and stuff so this is how they get their balance you know and this is how right. they get they get their rest but if you want to execute if you want to do something with your life yeah i mean uh, balance it's very hardly achieved in that case and um, that's why you know i think nowadays um the competition is not that high not even nowadays actually the competition never was that like high anyways if you decide clearly and if you're conscious on the fact that you want to achieve whatever you want to achieve because like i said most of the people they just prefer to to chill and just don't fight much about their achieving their dreams. I love that. Yes, uh, you know we're all human, of course. We you know not to we're not superhuman, and and we need we need rest. But uh, but I I I love that that drive that is that says I'm not going to rest. I'm not going to let this time. Wait, and I'm not going to waste this time, and and it's hard for me to do that. I go through cycles, you know, and and I always love um, when I when I finish the day and I feel like I accomplished something that day, um, and and accomplishing something is 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 working towards building something. What did I what did I work towards building that day? And I don't mean necessarily mean something physical, but you know, a, a project that I'm working on. Did I make did I make progress on that project? Um, you know, did I make progress on the app? Did I did I ship an app? That's a big day, of course. Of course. But uh, but if I feel like I finished the day and I didn't I didn't accomplish anything, it frustrates me. Even though it's easy to be lazy, it's easy to to you know I love well my wife and I enjoy watching movies together and we we do that a lot in the evenings we'll watch a movie together. Um, but uh, but if I if I wake up in the morning and I I have my cup of coffee um, and if I if I don't do anything, maybe I, I play video games for an hour and a half. Well, I've just wasted I've wasted hours in the morning when that's my most productive time. <laughs> yes. um, and I know that I shouldn't do that. And and so um, if I could get up and still have that cup of coffee, but get some work done um, and, and in the morning is. Especially, uh, I really feel like I accomplished something that day. So, yeah, the competition can be uh, easy to beat if everybody is uh, sitting back and relaxing while you're working uh, and, and building something. 
Exactly, exactly. And you know what, then I think uh, we all go through cycles. Like I'm not saying that I'm 100% uh, productive all the time. I also procrastinate uh, sometimes. I'm trying to, you know, to kind of um, get better in not doing it. And um, But I also, you know what, I also um, try not to punish myself. For example, let's say... If I decide tomorrow not to do anything, I don't want to be that person who's uh, who's going to punish myself. Like, let's say, oh, Veronica, you're so stupid. You should have done this, this, and that. Yeah, I know I should have, but I also have to be proud of myself because, like, uh, I work a full-time job, I'm studying, and I'm trying to do this, this, and that. And, you know, when you look around you at some point, you look around left, right, you see all of these people, they're doing half of what you're doing. Most of the time, yes, I'd say so. So you have to not punish yourself when you decide, for example, like you said, to watch a movie with your wife, uh, to just, for example, even if you want to just rest, you know, get a book and just read something, it's still, it's you're still educating yourself, like let's say when you're reading a book or listening to an audio book. So, yeah. Ooh. What about taking a nap? Does that count? Uh, <laughs> taking a nap? No, probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. Taking a nap when it's needed, it's good, you know. Uh, when you because you, if you overwork yourself, if you over even like let's say if you do a lot of uh, mental work, intellectual work, let's say um, you need a nap at some point. You okay? Then how long can you focus? Like for how many hours straight can you keep your focus? Have you ever thought about it? Oh, the 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 peak when you when you get into that flow state, you know what I mean? Like you you get into the zone. You're 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 working. You're focused. There's no distractions around you. The the peak that I've probably have done on a and this isn't even a consistent basis um, is probably about four or five hours. At, let's say four hours. I would say I can I could get a lot of work done for for four hours and 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 be focused for that period of time because once you get into that flow state it, it's like time just melts away and you and you don't even realize it uh a lot of times what, what breaks me out of that is i'm i'm hungry <laughs> so i realize <laughs> that it's been it's been three hours or four hours and i i haven't eaten anything uh since breakfast and maybe it's early afternoon or something and and so that'll break me out of it but uh, but most of the time uh, working on my own in a hotel i'm gonna say two hours hour and a half and then something else will interrupt me either either something else in my day or i'll lose focus right uh and and i mean just honestly that's it's probably an hour and a half two hours that's that's exactly what works for me uh as well uh maximum i guess two hours for me i never been a completely hundred percent focused for three or four hours because i well i think for me it's just impossible for me. And if I, if one day I reach that, like three, four hours, full mental focus on my task, I would be like so proud of myself. I would be like, yes. <laughs> it, it 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 happens very rarely, you know. But uh, but it it does happen that that everything you're rested. There's no outside distractions in your where you know whether you're you're at your home or a hotel or or uh, well we uh, we've talked about the co-working spaces. 
WeWork or, or, or whatever co-working space you can find around the around the, the world for you or around the United States for me. But those will really help me focus. Actually, everybody around me is is working. Um, I can I can stand up and walk around and think about things if I need to. Um, where I feel like at a coffee shop, I can't quite do that. Um, but uh, but I can get a lot of work done at a at a, a, a co-working space. I love it. Yes, me too. Me too, Dan. And uh, actually, I was just thinking that tomorrow I will go to a co-working space to do my homework and stuff, because that's exactly what I need. I need the vibe of the people around me, you know, exactly what you just said. All the people around you are focused on their stuff and you are like, you can't just be an outsider, you know, okay, I have to focus as well. You know, that's why I'm here, basically. That's why... I'm paying ten dollars for a coffee, right? <laughs> so right, right. Uh, yeah, but at a coffee shop, I feel like I need to keep buying coffee. I don't. Maybe it's just me, but uh, I feel like I should have a coffee in front of me if I'm I, if I'm at a coffee shop. Whereas a co-working really? space, I've I've blocked. No, I know. Yeah, a lot of people don't, but. You know, I'll finish a coffee, and I, if I've been sitting there for a while and it's empty, I just feel like I, sh ah, I should probably just buy one more. Just to, I'm paying for this table. I just need the table. Yeah. Exactly. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. And that's actually, to be fair, it's uh, that's well, it's fair for for you to use the table, you know, and for them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if I opened a coffee shop, I which I have no plans to, but yeah. I would anticipate that people would come there and spend hours and only buy one cup of coffee. That's just the, how the business how the business is. But even still, I feel like I should be paying for that table that I'm renting. But uh, but anyway, another question about your your mentor. Okay. Does I imagine that that would help you uh, focus and give you motivation, keep you on track uh, with your studies? Yes. Yes, that's another thing. Um, it actually helps. It actually helps. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm still facing some issues with just staying focused for uh, long periods of time. Yeah, just I think in just my brain. <laughs> but everything can be trained. I believe we can actually learn anything we want. Even you can learn focus, getting uh, sharper focus and uh, for longer time. I just did a but to be honest, I didn't put enough, uh, you know, um, how to say, work into it, like I, on my working on my focus, let's say. I, I'm a strong believer in that, too. I've always thought that if, if you decide to do something, um, that just deciding to do it, I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn Swift, I'm going to learn iOS development, uh, macOS development, Java, whatever. The deciding to do it is the determination of whether or not you can do it or not, because you absolutely can. You mentioned this before in a, in a Twitter space, I think it was about building rockets. <laughs> if you decide to build rockets, you know, I think you're, you're talking about SpaceX, but uh, but you, you can. It's just a matter of, of deciding to do it. OK, maybe there's a lot there's a lot more to talk about with SpaceX. Obviously, that's a, you're not going to build a giant rocket like that just out of nothing. But but somebody had to decide that that we're going to go in this direction. You had to decide to, to put yourself through school while working a full-time job, and you decided that you can do it, and, and therefore you will. Exactly. And I'm a big believer in that. Anything that you decide you can learn, uh, you will learn. And, and uh, it, it's, it's easy to give up, but, but uh, and it, it, you certainly have to dedicate the time and not procrastinate. But that, that, that kind of thing really keeps me going, that knowing that, that uh, I know that even though I don't know something now, somebody knows how to do this and therefore 
I can also learn how to do it. Exactly. You put it exactly right. Uh, because in the end of the day, when you think about it, we're all humans. Like right. we are human beings. And like I said, yeah, on the Twitter space before, um, as long as you have all the basic requirements to be alive, like water, food, uh, the ability to reach, right? You can do anything. Like you don't need much. You don't need much. And you, the only thing basically that you need is uh, consistency and the desire to do it, to do whatever you, you want to do and you want to achieve. Uh, I really actually um, like the idea on talking about procrastination because it's such a disease, not only for us and for, I believe, for a lot of people out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just uh, wish I know some um, magic on how to beat it, you know? That, that would be, uh, if you did know uh, the trick to, to beat uh, procrastination, that would be, uh, that'd be, uh, that'd be a, a billion dollar idea. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of that, speaking of that, I enrolled, maybe you so on my uh, Twitter, it was actually a long time ago, I think last year, I wrote into that program uh, for procrastinators. So they send you every day like an email, uh, what to do, like something to focus on. And it was actually very cool. And they match you with people uh, and they do like, a, they create like a WhatsApp group for you, for you. They match you with like five, six people and then you keep uh, yourself account accountable with those people. Funny. Uh, not to procrastinate. <laughs> that How seems funny. like a hard, uh, <laughs> a hard business model to follow. How do we get more procrastinators to actually get out and do something? Um, and uh, that's uh, that's tough. But uh, you know, hey, like any uh, program, the first step is admitting it and realizing that you're a procrastinator will uh, will will help you along in your first step. I guess the second step is reading your email. Exactly. And the third step is actually texting in that WhatsApp group because no one, at some point, no one was texting in that group. Like I'm telling you, we were a complete procrastinators <laughs> because this group is dead right now. Like nothing happened with this group. Only one guy, one guy tried to like to keep it alive for a while. He didn't succeed. That's a tough audience. Uh, this is so funny. I've never... Yes. I did not catch that on Twitter. I I I, uh, I must have been taking a nap or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I posted it actually a couple of times. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it was funny. It was funny. Well, when um, the problem honestly didn't have much effect on me. <laughs> well, you tried. Yeah, at least I've tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a question about your your studies, uh, your your CS degree. Uh, so after you've you've finished, uh, let's say in two years or you know whenever you've you've gotten your your degree, do you have a plan for uh, the the industry or the the area that you want to uh, pursue a, a career in, or are you, are you looking for a different career, uh, or maybe it, it, the answer is I don't know. Yes, yes. So um, initially, I can even start applying for jobs right now at this moment for, let's say, entry uh, positions or internships or something like that. Uh, why I don't do it? Why I don't do it is first because I really enjoy going to San Francisco. I, I enjoy it. I, Still, uh, 
love traveling. Right. And why I love traveling at this point is because I want to network around the world with tech people. It's not only about San Francisco. Um, I mean, my boyfriend is there right now. So right. yeah, I, I go there mostly because of him and to see each other and stuff, but uh, also to network with, uh, with people there. And uh, yeah, basically now my aim is uh, to do a lot of networking, make connections, uh, and you never know when you can meet your co-founder or, um, you know, like people like you basically, because uh, I never imagined that I can just meet someone on Twitter and then we can launch our podcast together and do all of this stuff, which are, you know, um, escalating very quickly. Uh, so yeah, now, and you know what, last year, actually for two years now, I haven't paid really attention to, to, you know, just to put myself out there to go out and, uh, make connections. So I'm like, Veronica, you should really do it because there is no other way. Um, I honestly, I consider myself naturally, naturally, I consider myself, uh, on the introverted side. Yes. So I'm working on that. I mean, when it comes to in-person events, you know, I don't mind even recording myself on, like you saw on sleeves before on Twitter, I'm doing this all the time on Instagram. I don't mind it. I look like I'm very social kind of person, but deep inside, I have this, uh, you know, feeling that I feel a bit um, awkward, let's put it that way. Um, so I want to overcome this. I want to work on this. And uh, that's why I'm pushing myself on uh, just uh, go out and um, attend all those events. And um, yeah, my job, uh, my current job, uh, full-time job um, as a flight attendant is actually providing me this great opportunity to go anywhere in the world, also to request flights to, um, like for example, I can request uh, SFO or let's say Asia, Japan to go to Tokyo, let's say. So um, I, I, I can network anywhere I want. So that is one of the main reasons why I don't apply for jobs yet. And uh, of, of course, obviously, I'm, I want to acquire more knowledge and to feel more confident in myself when it comes to the coding interviews and all of that. Thankfully, now with my um, mentor, um, she is uh, guiding me from where to start. Like, let's say she's even suggesting me what companies I should aim for. Um, not about like sign companies, but let's she's like, let's start with some medium uh size companies uh she's saying that that's that's the best to start with uh like from 100 to 300 people something like that not very big not too small um and it's not like a startup not to have like a startup culture because uh, you know startups normally you have to work 24 7 and to most of them not all of them but most of them uh, yeah you have you know how is the startup startup cultures it's uh, just um, uh, intensive for a uh, uh, workflow. Sure. Uh, which uh, depends on the idea, honestly. Depends on the idea. If I love the idea, if I'm passionate about the 
what uh, these people are building, let's say, I would just join a startup uh, in a blink of an eye, of course. Right, right. To uh, to kind of segue off of your uh, the introvert, uh, extrovert, trying to get yourself out there networking, I have to talk about the conference I just attended last week, uh, Deep Dish Swift. You have to tell us, please, please. I have to. I, I, uh, I. My family has had to deal with it um, for the last uh, well week, I guess, because uh, I, I got home on two no Wednesday, so that would be um, that would be about six, five days ago, and uh, I've been. I mean, it. It. I'm, I'm not over exaggerating when I say that the conference changed my life. It changed my perspective. Uh, I met incredible people. Uh, I also would admit to being or would identify as being an introvert. I, I definitely need my me time, my Dan time. I need that time. And, and exactly. even though I'm here doing a podcast, I'm ultimately alone in a hotel room. <laughs> and uh, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> it's, I am perfectly happy with just me and my laptop uh, in a hotel room, uh, coffee shop, we work, co-working space. But I'll tell you what, at Deep Dish Swift... I talked to everybody. Yeah. I, I just I knew that I had a limited amount of time. It was a three day conference uh, here in Chicago, actually just at a hotel just down from where I am right now. And uh, I talked to so many wonderful people uh, and saw uh, presentations given, and uh, not just technical uh, presentations about Swift and 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 ways to better yourself with with code. Um, there was a great presentation by Daniela uh, Verzan. I'm probably not pronouncing her name right, but ben Daniela talked about Swift algorithms. I didn't even know that this existed. It's a, it's open source uh, algorithms that that can help you with your code. It, it goes beyond the algorithms like flat map and, and map. But uh, she gave a great talk. Uh, Via Fairchild, and if you follow her on Twitter, Via is uh, she gave a very inspirational uh, presentation about mentorship. Exactly what you're talking about, and how she wow. um, was was you know somewhat destitute, and living as a single mom, and needed to get you know do something better for her and her son and had a, a great close friend mentor her. And now she's working at, uh, I might get this wrong, but I think it's um, uh, big nerd ranch. I'm pretty sure she works there now. I mean, she, and she talked about the, the importance of mentors uh, in her life. Amazing. Yeah. It, it was so inspiring uh, and, and talking with all everybody, you know, all of these talks were about, about 30 to 40 minute presentations. And then there was about 15 to 20 minutes of time in between and so you, you you stand up and you stretch your legs and you just kind of walk around and, and talk to uh, um, people in in the hallway, and that doesn't sound as exciting as it as it is. But I tell you, just the 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 people, everybody that I knew there was people that I've known from Twitter, um, and and being able to see these people in person. It was so exciting, and and you kind of know them, you know. I mean, like I kind of know you. I've never met you, but exactly, it is. But you know, I kind of I know you know roughly what you do, and and all of these people that I that I was able to meet in person finally after all these years uh, was just phenomenal. And and how wow. everybody you talk about the the, the developer community, um, how supportive everybody was. Here we're all trying to build something great. We're trying to do something either for ourselves and our own independent work or working for a company that hopefully you believe in um, <laughs> and, and trying to make something great. And, and, and what I gather from the, from the mood of the, of the crowd, you know, people there that, that we, we are all fulfilled by creating something. Exactly. And it's not, 
I don't get that same vibe from pilots, you know. It, it we're we're more driven by I don't know, probably just by flying airplanes, you know. But it's it's a different sort of satisfaction, uh, and and there's something that I need uh, in me is to build something to create something. I talked about it earlier, but so the energy at at the conference was was all people like that, and it, it gave right. me so much inspiration and so much more knowledge on how to uh, you know market my apps better, how to improve my software. Uh, the, the code that I'm writing um, and, and and tools that you can use uh, to do that. I won't go into it, but um, mostly because I didn't, I didn't make notes of it all, but it, it was just a, a life changing event. And, and maybe it's because it was my first conference. Maybe it was because it was relatively small, but I, I, I think it's just a, a great community. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure that there's, I, well, I know that there's, there's toxic work environments and offices that are, uh, that have a, a, a you know, toxic, uh, managers or whatnot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all, only the good things, of course, but exactly. Yes. Obviously there's, there's, there can be bad sides to any, any work environment and, and hopefully you recognize it and get out of it before you become one of them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I tell you this, this presentation, uh, this conference was, uh, was phenomenal. Um, uh, and I, I, I thought... I'm so happy then that you, I'm so happy, sorry, but I'm so happy that you experienced that and you are now fully, uh, you, you feel like completely in a positive frame, uh, refreshed from everything. Oh, completely. I mean, it really only reassured or reaffirmed my, my feelings about the community. You know, that, that this is a great community. That's uh, great. The, of course, this conference was all about Swift. Um, which is, you know, my, my focus uh, in iOS development, which is my focus. But I mean, uh, you know, I, I have to believe that, that really any software or any, 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 uh, gathering of people that are trying to build something to put out into the world, those are my people. And I, I gather that th those are your people. <laughs> yes. And, and it, it's very inspiring to, to get the energy from everybody. And I tell you, I, I, I might say that I'm an introvert, but I was no introvert at that conference. I I I knew that I had a limited time, and uh, I knew I'd, I'd run out of fuel at the end of it. You know, I I, I couldn't keep up that pace of, of being that social for for that long. But I knew that I could do it for three days, and it was so worth it. Uh, I was very tired when I got home. I tell you that. That is amazing. That is so amazing to hear from you. And uh, I have one question. Okay. Uh, once you got done with the conference, with that three days of uh, socializing, of networking with other people, did you feel the need, for example, okay, now I have to be in my room and just like, for example, to see only, uh, let's say, your wife, your family, but no one else, like, did, did you have this feeling like, okay, now I'm kind of, I can't get any more people, you know, like I'm done. A, a, a little bit. I, I felt the need of, um, of making better use of my time, you know, and, and I think I'm pretty productive most of the time anyway, but like you said, there's always room, you yeah. know, to there's, 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 uh, procrastinating laziness. Um, you know, there, there's room in, in every day to get more done. And I, I think that's really the, the, more of the takeaway that I that I got from the conference is okay. I know I know what I have to do with my main app run roster to get uh, more exposure on the app store. I know what I have to do to to do that. Now I just have to do it. Uh, I have a new app that I'm working on uh, for 
uh, actually a, a coworker had brought it to my attention uh, of this app that 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 he actually needs for one of his businesses, and uh, and so I'm working on that. And uh, right. but it's it's not just for him, but it's it's for like the whole. It's it would be for the whole world. It's it's a fuel management app for uh, airports. Mm, interesting. Well, yeah, it, it wouldn't have been something that I would have thought about on my own. Oddly enough, I, I figured that uh, airports have their own software in place, uh, but but he gave me some examples. He he owns a flight school across three different airports, and he said that the fuel management that they have is all done on paper. And uh, I thought that was very oh wow yeah I thought that was very strange. And, and of course, they have their own software for their business side of things, but. But he said I could really use an app that would help me manage all the the, the fuel that moves through the tanks and the trucks and the airplanes and everything and and uh, so um, so uh, you know don't tell anybody but uh, that's what I'm working on so and that's a joke that's great <laughs> but uh, so it, it, the conference gave me motivation for okay here is uh, one of the one of the talks was uh, I think it's uh, Curtis uh, Curtis Herbert. Um, I believe I'm getting the name right uh, from he makes slopes uh, independent developer of course now he's got a team this app called slopes it's a skiing and snowboarding app and and he showed how you know how they improved their app and and their marketing and uh, and the, and the, the features of the app to really grow it into a very profitable business and and I never really right. of course you you hear stories but to really see here's somebody that actually started from from zero you know from file new project in Xcode to here's a successful business and not just overnight of course i mean this is years of of iterating and improving and it's very in- inspiring to to hear the story and to see the progress that somebody else has made and to know that that you can do that too and here's how to do it here's the people in the room that have done it uh you know right. it, it's you know, I'm still excited. It's been a week, and I, I still have this energy. Oh, that's so cool! That uh, that I I yeah, you know, I don't see in my own in my in my day to day industry. Um, you know, we we get up and and we and we and we go to work, and the primary uh, drive is is safety. You know, and, and doing our procedures correctly, and 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 of course, you know, well, enjoying the, the airplane. But but uh, exactly. I don't have the same kind of energy. Of of building something when I when I make a good landing, you know, like hurry, I made a good landing, <laughs> but but uh, the next landing might be bad. So uh, who knows? But um, anyway, it, the the excitement carries carries through. So exactly, like in our job, there is no like crazy enthusiasm going on. Yeah, I think uh, that's how we get our energy back, like by attending these kind of events uh, full of people that are full of uh, hopes, enthusiasm, uh, full of ideas of um, for the future, you know. These are actually the builders, you know. These are the these people are the builders. Right. And like uh, Steve Jobs is saying, like, you have to be crazy enough to just believe it. And uh, those are actually the people who are changing the world. Exactly. Who are crazy enough to believe their ideas. So uh, it's good. It's actually mandatory to be surrounded by those kind of people because they give you even new ideas for your product for whatever you want to build or these are people that will support you that will support you because they believe in in the new idea in the new ideas in the future so yeah no one like you know i i don't really appreciate people who are saying like for example you share your idea with me and i'm like Oh, you must be crazy. This will never work. Like, what are you talking about? Right. You know, like, 
the moment you hear something like that, you have to run from these people. Yes. Yeah. Actually, sometimes that gives me more motivation. Like if somebody says that can't be done, it almost gives me more motivation to actually do it. Oh, oh is that what you think? Well, here, I'm going to go do it then. That's good. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. Yes. Yeah, so for you, I can. So these there are two peoples. People who get motivation from rejection and people who get motivation only from support of their ideas. So you are from rejection, from the ones that get motivation yeah. from rejection. <laughs> yeah, well, don't start rejecting me or anything, or people will write in, this podcast was terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, then I'll make it better, but uh, we'll make it better. But no, it, it, um, it that doesn't... <laughs> It's it's easy to say something can't be done. That's easy. Yeah, that can't be done. Never mind. And and, and that's it. You can dismiss it right there. Yeah. You know, and, and then it's also easy to say something's impossible because that also is another way of saying it can't be done. But but <laughs> what is it? There's some saying it. It's like something is only impossible until you do it or until somebody does it. Um, I, I don't I don't believe the uh, I don't believe the impossible. I think that uh, anything anything that you decide to do, you could do. Absolutely. I completely agree. And uh, speaking of that, just uh, you uh, reminded me of that uh, tweet of Elon, of course. Uh, once he said mm -hmm. uh, something like, no, I don't know if I'm going to get it right. But um, so whenever he said, whenever we launch a new product or uh, something new, we always get the criticism from people they're saying like uh that it's impossible to be done but oh also that it's kind of like um crazy no you know what forget about it no i think i know what you mean it, it it's something everything we do was impossible before we did it it was something it was, like, i think i know what you're talking it was, about uh, he put it in a very funny way uh in a very ironic way but anyway i would just send it to you <laughs> I'll send it to once I find it, but you like it, you love it. You know, one one other thing I wanted to say was uh, about creating things. Okay. Uh, and and this has been sort of my 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 mantra as well, or my my way of thinking is, when I have an idea, well, when I started learning software development and iOS, I thought once I get an app on the App Store, I've made it. I did it. I did the thing that I wanted to do. Okay. And of course, it doesn't stop there, right? And it's sort of my metric. And and I, I had a business years ago, uh, you know, which I I, I started and, and then stopped after after a number of years. But after I launched that business, once I got my product out into the market, I, and I knew that before I before I got the product out was once I had my product on the market, I did it. I achieved my goal of starting this business. Right. And and it it I don't know. I feel like it keeps the metric or the bar kind of low. Um, where it's so hard to to launch something new and to to set out on your own and learning, but hey, you know, even if even if putting an app on the app store, it gets the only download it gets is your is your wife or your your mom. You know, it, 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 hey, you did exactly. it. You, you you put an app on the store, right? And and you achieved it. You're a developer now. You know, and whatever whatever that goal is that you have, right? You've you've accomplished that goal. I think a lot sooner than people give themselves credit for, uh, and and that gives me motivation as well. I get it. I get it, and I completely agree. I completely agree. And um, um, just uh, can I ask you something? For example, once you put your apps on the App Store, um, the, and once you achieve that, what? kept the momentum going let's say okay 
I achieved that. And now I'm going forward to build, build new features, uh, to make this app big or whatnot. And uh, do you know how to keep the momentum going of the enthusiasm? Well, the, the, the idea, um, you know, Excuse me. Getting getting the getting the app out there is one is is the main I guess the first hurdle or the first achievement. But also the idea that that software is never done, right? I know that that there's there's always improvements to be made in in an app in software uh, in something that you produce that way. Um, but also that you know I've made I, I've made a, a, a bunch of little apps, you know, a lot of which have never made it to the store uh and and even the apps that i have on the store receive only limited downloads but there's there's other marketing things involved with that too but um i think the motivation comes in knowing that maybe i have an idea that seems great right now um and then as i as i work on it and iterate through it um you know i i, I realize that well i don't know how to do this or or uh, this idea was that, that wasn't right when i came up with it so i've got to change what i what my original thought was but I can I can change that and then and then I'll get I'll get a new idea and it's a little bit of uh, ADD maybe of of uh, what's what's the new idea but I also don't jump around too much knowing that I'm not just creating you know I'm not just half creating an app and then half creating another app I want to see an app through to completion okay but you know I, I have a, a an app that that is regards uh, you know running and and and, and training for uh, marathons and whatnot yeah I have another app that that tracks like how many miles are on the tires of your car which is an app that's useful to me because I have two sets of tires for my car uh, I have another app that pertains to work with the 737 that I fly and, and frost on the wings. I'm working on this fuel app. I mean, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, these are all different kind of well, they're very different genres of what the apps are, but they're just little ideas that I have. And so, I guess what keeps me motivated is knowing that an idea that I have, I can create it and see it through to release. I get it. It's not like I just wanted to get an app on the store and then I did it and like, okay, I quit. I'm going to go watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. I see. I see. And that sounds great, actually. That sounds really great. And um, so now you're working on that fuel app, yes, right? And uh, are you, is it like almost completed uh, product or? No, I'd say it's, I'm getting close to a beta. Oh, okay. All right. I'm getting I'm getting close to that. I've 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 got some uh, error handling to do. I was working on it just yesterday on the plane, um, and uh, I've, I I want to get uh, my my beta tester. Primarily, will be the, the the coworker that brought it to my attention, the need for it. Um, but I'm not, I told him I said I'm not building this app just for you and your business. I'm going to build it for the whole world. And of course, of course. <laughs> so, um, but but uh, but you can be my beta tester, and then and he wants some customizations made in particular for for his business and how it ties into their API, uh, which which I will do. But I, I said I'm not just making one app for one business. I this is an app that I think can benefit uh, every every business like yours, like his. Exactly. So um, and. And, uh, but yeah, I would say it's it's uh, it's in the maybe getting close to a beta, um, but getting close means that's probably a few months away. I've got uh, recurrent training coming up in June. Uh, that's that takes a, you know time and and studying. I need to brush up on my emergency procedures before that, uh, and and that'll take away from my software work as well. Exactly, exactly. A recurrent is part of the 
it's part of the process. I know what you mean. Mine is in December every year, but you guys have it every six months, right? Uh, it's it's every year. Um, okay. Uh, every six months would be would be um, for a captain uh, their medical. Uh, I'm I'm a first officer on the on the 737. I I could be captain, but I I, uh, I get a much better schedule in the in the right seat. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, so as a captain, you, you go in to get a medical exam every six months. I go in uh, every year. Uh, unless I hit, I'm, I'm 45 years old. So I think if I'm still a first officer at age 60, kick me and slap me in the face because, uh, that's way too old. <laughs> but, uh, then I think I'd have to go in every, every year, but, but recurrent training ground school and the simulator and everything that's, that's once a year. And it's, it's a three day training session for us. I get it. I get it. I see. And, um, so you're not planning to go for a captain, like because of the schedule and, um, all of that. Yeah, probably probably not for another year. Uh, I'm a senior first officer, uh, so for June, for example, for for my schedule, I got my first choice. I mean, that's that's doing pretty good. You you don't you can't really beat your first choice unless I unless I'm aiming too low. But uh, I got a good schedule for June. Weekends off, I have Chris, you know the holidays off. Um, oh, great! Not everything, you know. There are there are uh, exceptions, of course, sometimes with with other things going on. But uh, but I, I have a great schedule. And uh, and that's uh, quality of life is worth a lot. Oh yes, there's, you know, there's only there's there's uh, very little quality of life that you can buy with the money that comes from being a captain. It's uh, it's not always it's not all about that. No, not at all, not at all. I completely agree. And uh, every day I kind of uh, get more on this side to like realize that it's not all about money. It's not all about uh you know resources and possessions possessions let's say so shall we wrap it up or i i hope that we have provided some inspiration um and some energy to people listening uh, to our listeners about about keeping going in your in in what you're working on and, and then it means something and yes i think so too then and i think it was a great first uh podcast series and um let's just uh, keep it going and uh we'll announce our next one very soon we'll do uh you know i don't we haven't really come up with a with a defined schedule but uh about once a month to begin with we have busy lives and um you know what uh, i don't i don't want to be too much but not too few exactly yes i i think once a month works great for now and uh, maybe in the future we'll do it even more often. We will make it even twice a month or something. Let's see how it goes. And yeah. Um, and uh, also spaces on Twitter are uh, keep on going. So stay tuned. Tweet them. We'll announce the next one soon. And where can we find you on uh, online, Veronica? Both Twitter and Instagram. Decode uh, Veronica. And how about you, Dan? Excellent. You can find me on Twitter. I am at O'Leary Dan, and I'll put a link to both of our Twitter handles and uh, your Instagram handle, uh, Victoria, in the show notes. Thanks so much for uh, listening to Jet Fuel Dev.